Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson. Welcome back. Great to have you with us. We are throwing the lines open, Whispers, ahead of the real stuff, the real practice matches. You can't. <laughs> As opposed you to... You can't the, be saying that. The real practice match. This is the real practice match. It's just a pracky. It's the real pracky. No, it's just a pracky. Tim... It's the real pracky. Okay, so you are going to come in here tomorrow after you've done the game tonight and you're going to say, well, this is the way it's going to be because I saw him play last night and well, this is where I won't wait till I won't go and join Finey straight after the game and make that. Will you be with Finey? Is Finey on tonight? I don't think so. Not on the way home tonight, surely. <laughs> Not tonight. He should do a practice run, though. Like he should a do break, a... and when we come back, another break. <laughs> Has he done a sim and a practice in yeah, preparation he, for the pr- real he stuff? He practices every day. Hey, Saints fans, you can head to saints.com.au to get a membership this year. So uh, why wouldn't you, given early indications? Uh, I've got a question without notice for you. Yep. Oh, no, this is a question without notice for our wider audience, I mm-hmm. think. Is it too late for the Wisp to get involved with Survivor? our favourite television show that I've watched from the opening minute and haven't missed a second of, and you haven't watched any of it this year. Why I've, haven't you watched it? Because I forgot it was on. <laughs> I forgot it was on. Do you know yeah. what? This is the funny thing about TV. My TV never goes to Channel 10. No disrespect to Channel 10 to anybody that works that's there. But for dis- some, that's total disrespect. I'm <laughs> just telling you as it is. What do you mean I it doesn't ne- go to Channel 10? Well, I never think... What, oh, what's on? No. My mind never goes oh, to channel. So I never think, oh, what's on channel 10? Right. I just don't. Okay. And now you've reminded me that Survivor has been on and I've missed uh, my favourite show on well, the TV. Well, he th- I was talking to a wisp in the ad break and he thinks he can pick it up having missed the first. Because they're at Merge. They've just merged. Yeah, no, I think that's the best time to pick it up. No, it's not. You've missed all the sort of storylines on the way through. It's been a beltering. It's been a belter of a Survivor. It's been sort of blindsides every, nearly every night. Right, so is there a star or is there somebody that I need to turn my attention to? Uh, Ferris. Uh, Kirby, who's an AFLW. She was an AFLW assistant coach, I think. Right. Um, they're the two sort of leaders. Mark, he's a political manoeuvrer. Um, then there's Kitty, who's a fitness lady who she's built big businesses, she told us the other day. Anyway, it's good. It's good whispers. That's really good. Uh, the good news is, this is not a question, but the good news is a statement that uh, Stuart Fox has uh, stated that the ground, the MCG, they'll be finished laying the turf on Friday. I think he said then they've got 10 days for it to actually bed down and be ready. Knit. And knit. Yes, that's a good word. Um, 
He also gave Chris Scott a backhander unnecessarily, I would have thought, yesterday too. Why? Because Tom Stewart injured himself early last year, right, in that game at the MCG on the wicket, on the on the surface, right? That was after the Ed Sheeran concert. Oh, yeah. yep. And they had less time to prepare the ground last year than what they've had this time around. But he actually, he hasn't forgotten uh, Foxy and uh, he just gave him a clip last night saying that, uh, you know, people went off a little bit half-cocked last year. Well, you said the ground wasn't all that... In- it didn't have as long as time to get ready last year. No, so, it didn't. It so didn't. Therefore, it mightn't have been up to speed. It looked fine, though. It actually did look fine. I walked the ground last year, and, and I gave it. it uh, I gave it a thumbs up. I thought it looked, uh, and it felt really good underneath as well. Right. Well um, but uh, yeah, they they bring it in. It's a different system than what they used to have back in the day. You know when you you know that the, the, those terrible scenes at Waverley that day when um, Luke O'Sullivan did his knee, and that was just like. This, that was just like dropped the, on it. They that was like the same. It. That was like the same turf you used to just roll out in your backyard. Yeah. Now it comes in big blocks. It's like yeah. a big checkerboard thing. And they, they piece together. They knock it in and they do. In. They do that. They get their Kubota. They run the Kubota up and used down. To, and up sometimes and down. You know, the worst part used to be where it was too leveled. Remember, there used to be, you know, it didn't quite meet at the middle. Yes. And there was always a little like yeah. not yeah. always, but almost an edge, not like a step, mm. a step up. Well, that's what was your question? Um, that wasn't a question. It was just a statement. Have you got one? Or you... Do you think if Donald Trump becomes president of America again, do you think Prince Harry's in trouble of being deported? That's my question for you this morning. Uh, I don't think he'll be in trouble. I don't think he'd be deported, but um, I did read that with interest where Donald says he's out on his own. If I get back in, he's on his own. Mm. What's that mean? What does that mean he's on his own? Well, he's on his own. I don't think there's anything else you can read into it other than he's on his own. Right. <laughs> He was he was he, he was um, appalled at the way that Harry treated the Queen. Was he? Yeah. There's a lot of people appalled when it comes to Donald Trump, and that's not a political statement. That's just a fact. Fake news. Does Stephen Smith make the T20 World Cup squad? Um, I listened to him and JJ Reddick yesterday. Actually, no, I don't think. I, I think baseball's more his game. You listen to Stephen Smith. Oh, you're not talking about Stephen A. Smith. Oh. You're, you're talking about Stephen Smith, the cricketer. <laughs> Don't ask me cricket questions. Well, I asked you that because I knew you wouldn't ask me. He can't make the T20. <laughs> oh, he can't that, make the T20 team. Is that a question for me, for you? Yes. Right. Matt Short, yeah, plays, yourself? Matt Short plays ahead of Stephen Smith all day long, in my eyes. Right. And I, look, So I, what is the fascination then with Steve Smith? Well, because there's going to be limited spots, right? So he is and remains one of the world's great batsmen, uh, long form, but... In terms of the short form, they're, they're, you know, they're trying to make a case, or those that are trying to make a case for him are sort of hanging on to the past. Matt Short walked out. Matt Short is the future. Mm. He's the, you know, and Steve Smith's had his time and continues to have his time in in long-form cricket, but I don't think he's the answer from the T20 point of view. Right. Uh, Lee Matthews, uh, his views on concussion. Do you think anybody at the AFL will listen to what he has to say? My word, they will. Everyone listens when Lee talks. And I know that... Um, but the AFL had the opportunity maybe to enlist his services by putting him on the commission and they didn't do that. Yeah. So do you think they're going to listen to what he has to say? Yeah. No, of course they will. I don't know why they didn't put him on the commission. That, that was That is one of the more staggering things. They but don't want to slow the game down, though. Lee Matthews is a great pragmatist. No, he is. He's all that. No, he's great. And he's a, he's a great fellow too, Lee, when yeah. you get to know him. 
Um, you probably don't know him as well as I do because you haven't worked alongside him like I have at Channel 7. But he's I a fantastic... I had coffee with him at the Red Hook. I didn't he's have a coffee fan... with him, but I saw No, he's him. a fantastic fan. I love him. He's my favourite player. Yeah. When but they're him? not going to... The AFL aren't going to slow the game down because no, they're just sped it up. That's right. But if you're the if you're the governing body, you, you've got to be prepared to have an open mind. Like you can say, I think this is the path we're going to go down, therefore we'll speed it up. Then you don't just sit back and go there. That's the game. The game will continue to evolve all the time. Maybe you sped it up too much. Are you going to be too arrogant to think, well, I don't care what Lee Matthews thinks. I know what's right for the code and speeding it up was right for the code. You, you, you continue to massage. You continue to keep your ears open and eyes open and, and watch and see and different trends emerge. If you just sat back and said, no, nah, we're right, well, how bloody-minded is that? Good point. Let's get some news headlines. I've got more questions. Have you got here. more good points to come? No, I've got more questions. Okay. And we're back here, Whispers. Um, you told me an amazing story in the ad break, and we're thinking of everyone who's been affected by the fires uh, up around the Ballarat region. And, again, tomorrow's going to be a really scary day, we are told. So, again, uh, thoughts with those people who are in the firing line. That could be anywhere, given yep. the circumstances. But you, you've, got a, you've got someone very close who was involved. That's right. And the fireys, I just want to give a shout-out to all the fireys out there that put their lives on the line and, um, you know, work their backsides Amazing. off to save properties and that type of thing. And the same thing happened with my brother's place. He's just near Raglan, where the fire went through the other day. Uh, they're on one side of Mount Cole. The fire was coming over. They had to evacuate. They had to drive into Ballarat. They didn't know what had happened to their property. They were getting no word out at all. They get there when they can finally go back. Their house has been saved. So everything around them is burnt, but most of their garden and their home is, is there. It's like a green oasis in the middle of, of blackness. Wow. And then they find out that the fire is... Their, their fire truck actually broke down on their property. So they stayed there and then just made what? sure that the property was saved completely. Really? Uh, un- unbelievable. But uh, a shout-out to all those people out there that, that, that do this as part of their work yeah. or they become a volunteer, whatever it might be. I wonder whether or not we shouldn't just shut down those areas, you know, where they're talking about how apocalyptic the fire mm-hmm. might be, mm-hmm. catac- cataclysmic or whatever they might call Tomorrow, why don't we just shut down areas so people can't actually even work and you're not allowed oh, to do things and I don't you're know. not allowed to move around that type. Did you see that idiot driving his yes, car on the news he last night? Jail. Well, I'm not sure whether or not jail's the right place for him, but he should be. There should be some form of punishment and discipline. I know he got arrested for it, but I don't know what the punishment might be. But he started five fires. It's just ridiculous, isn't it? That somebody drive jail. around the rim of their car Jailing. like that. Um. Are you for? I, I I seem to think I might know the answer to this question. Are you for capital punishment? <laughs> no, no, that's no. You don't know the answer to that. Um, tomorrow, Kurt Warner's going to join us. Great story. Mm, great story. Um, the movie American Underdog. If you want to watch it, I'm not putting it in the great movie category. Or you could go and do your own homework and research on the Kurt Warner story because the story is extraordinary. Yeah. From a guy who was. Um, well, he's heavily touted and then didn't get picked up and then everything. He went and played in the other uh, league, the, yes. the world, whatever they call that, and then found his way out and ended up winning a Super Bowl. It's, yes. it's, it's, Extraordinary he was talent. stacking shelves. That's right, in a supermarket at one yeah. stage. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Somebody has to do it. But yeah. that's where he and was. He was. He hadn't given up. He couldn't find the beetroot. Nope. People coming in, <laughs> where's the beetroot? We're out of it, sorry. And then, um, then he found himself a nice partner, 
Um, and she already had uh, a, a, a family a, with a disabled son. A disabled son. Yeah. And the, the story. The story is great. It's incredible. I, I'm just wondering tomorrow when we do the interview, mm. whether we just recap the story or we try and take it oh. somewhere else because other people may know well, the story. You have a think about it today. You have a think about it today. You haven't got today. much on today. So, uh, Steve, just hold on. We'll get back to you. You want to talk about the fires in Ballar- around the Ballarat area as well. And we've got more questions without notice. You might be the Toyota caller of the year because uh, the Toyota Hilux stock is available now. Contact your local Toyota dealer. Leanne from Nidri was our caller of the week last week. She called in with a shopping cart recommendation last Tuesday. We go anywhere on this program. Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson. Doing questions without notice too. I tell you, all the fireys could do with a Signet Boost power bank. They could. Take them Anybody out. Anybody could do with that. Everyone whispers. You grab them, away you go. You'll never be un. Uh, contactable. Steve's in Hurstbridge. Go, Steve. Morning, boys. Um, a few years ago, I lived in um, Darwin and Alice Springs and the Territory there, and the Aboriginals always would burn off in the off-season. They'd just let it go, and there'd be no undergrowth, there'd be no fuel for fires, but we don't do it here, maybe because of the greenies and the other pig-headed people. But if they did that, the place would be a whole lot safer. We wouldn't have to stress about fires. I'm in Hurst Bridge. I worry every year. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard um, a lot of people... Uh, sorry, go on, Steve. Yeah, and if they just do something about it, forget about the Greenies, because they're not out there fighting fires. They'd be the first ones to run. Oh. Uh, yeah. I don't know about that, but I'll tell you what I do yeah. know, because we had a bushfire go through our place when we first uh, built Glen Maggie many years ago. And I do know this that everything comes back really quickly mm-hmm. and beautifully. Like, it's amazing how quickly it restores itself, the bush, yeah. again. I've heard a lot of uh, the – I actually have listened to Indigenous elders talk about this, mm. and I'm sure – well, I'm sure. They would know more than me, and it makes sense, but, you know, there'd be obviously some But uh, people, people are now opposition in, to it, Wisp. People are more – there's greater populations in treed areas than there's ever been before, so it's a lot more difficult than what what it once once was. Uh, Steve's in Buller. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, lads. Great to have you back. Um, yes. Look, uh, I, I've watched that movie, Timmy, about three times now, and um, it's just fantastic. And if half of it is true, it's a great movie. And and, and the, the way you portrays him, he just looks like a great bloke who's come from nothing. Mm. Yeah, he won... He, he got in the three Super Bowls. He played three. Yep. Played no. Unbelievable story. Unbelievable. Kurt Warner we're talking about. The movie is American Underdog. Uh, we're told it was produced. It's a different movie. It's not. doesn't look like your mainstream movie, and we're told it was produced by a different, an alternative um, a Christian production company, which is absolutely fine. That's why it's a little bit different. Uh, but the story is 100% true and absolutely fascinating. That's the message we've got. And it is. Do a bit of homework. You know, Google, get on the internet, have mm. a look. Watch the movie, which we've done. And then tomorrow we'll have a chat with Kurt Warner, which will be just great. Well, back in the day, they were described as the greatest show on turf, the way they played. Yeah. and You remember he, him, don't you? Yeah, yeah. He got... Um, he was a gunslinger. This is what happens when you get... He also got great support from one of the coaches, win the movie anyway, who had to go into bat for him and back him up. And there was another one who was pushing him really hard. We'll find out how much of that was all true tomorrow when we have a chat with him, but... I'm looking forward to it. I wanted to do Carpe Diem today, which was Seize the Day. Remember that great movie? Mm-hmm. 
Captain, my captain. Yeah, like you've got a week, you've got one more practice game. If you're a player who's on the fringe or whatever, to to make it impossible not to pick you for the first game. Who, who out there? And when I was I was thinking of this idea as I was running around the other day, mm-hmm. as the Melbourne kept running into these you know, hurdles and players. You know now Angus has gone and injuries to their forwards. I'm thinking of Jack Billings and I'm looking at him going, Jack, here mm-hmm. is your chance. What Melbourne need? They need blokes that can kick and deliver the footy and connect. Guys have got a bit of goal sense and they can go through the middle. On the surface. Did he show you that? Well, he's got all that on the surface. Oh. But this is my point. Just I hope he – I mean, he he should be just jumping out of his skin to play with an intensity that he's – because sometimes you look at him as a bit mm. laconic, but that might be the way he is. But, hey, it'll pass you by if Great you point. don't grab a hold of it. Great and, point. For him, at that football club right now, there is a great chance to seize the day. And I'm hoping that if someone hasn't grabbed him by the scruff of the neck, Chocolate Williams would have grabbed him by the scruff and said, yeah, grab this, make this your spot as a forward who connects, kicks a goal, can go through the middle and you can play all year. Good point. Mick's in Airport West. Good morning, Mick. G'day, boys. I just want to give a big shout-out to all the fires and everything that's going on in Ballarat and Wanted to hope that my godson and his partner are all safe up there. Um, send my love and just everyone be careful. You know, be careful how you drive and what you throw out the window and what you do. Just, just be safe. Yep. It's going to be dangerous. It is. It's a great message. It's been put out there publicly by all the different departments in the last 24 hours. I mean, the warning has been extreme. Today's not the day. Tomorrow's the day that everybody's really concerned about with temperatures, particularly up around the Wimmera, up around 40 degrees and that northerly wind and then the fire that's already active. And and what uh, Mick's saying is, you know, obviously throwing cigarettes and all that are things that hopefully no idiot's doing. But even getting on a mower during those Anything. Having a grinder working away. Like anything. Any any work that you might be doing. I mean, there's just a day when it gets to that temperature – then you just stop doing all those different things around the house. Rob Gronkowski was the reason I bought it. I used to follow the Patriots. I don't. I followed the player. He was larger than life. And he's been employed by the NRL to help promote their mm. big games coming up this weekend. Here's some of the promo he's got running. All right, here we go. Oh, he just got double trucked. I don't think I would ever do that without pads. Oh, that had to hurt. You gotta lower that shoulder more if you're going through the hole. All right, here we go, a couple jukes. Look at that breakaway speed. He's gone all the way. Dive, what do you call a touchdown in rugby? All right, here he goes. We got a little juke and we got a stiff arm. That's what you love to see in this This game. is the Gronk standing up in front of a big screen trying to, you know, his first impressions of rugby league. Do you reckon that'll get the American people <laughs> enthused enough to tune in? Because he's well, going to be broadcast over there in the States. He had a lot of enthusiasm associated with that. Like, I think... Um, a I stiff I arm. Know. I don't know. I think, I think they will be interested in the game. I think they will be interested in the game. But whether or not you can convert people and then make them real fans of the game... I mean, I think it takes a little bit more than maybe, you know, the one game being televised out of Las Vegas to be able to do that. You know, um, you would, it just makes sense. Well, we have Mason Cox, who's mm. the American that's come to play as he rules, which is an unbelievable story. But if like, if you don't make it in the NFL, there are very few options for you like to play if you want to play professional sport. Mm. You'd reckon there'd be crossover opportunities there for rugby league. That's a really good point. I've never thought about that. But three, you would that's think three in a row. That's another good point from you. You, what, 
have they ever gone over there deliberately trying to recruit players in that part of the world? I don't know the answer, but right now they'd be absolutely... They'd be mad if they didn't, wouldn't yeah, they? all those players... That's almost... You know what? I'd almost go as far as to say it's been derelict from the NRL not to be heading over there trying to recruit and Now Americans. you're just trying to get yourself quoted on my good idea by going to the next... <laughs> you're trying to do what everyone in the media does. That's a good point. I'm going to try and one-up him. I'm not trying to one-up you. I think you, you are. No, I hadn't thought of it like that before. I, you know, I've thought about the AFL and the fact that we've recruited you know, some of those marginally. running backs. Where are those big, powerful running backs? That's right. It's, it's almost like Christian McCaffrey. You don't, it's like, it's, you don't have to reprogram players or program them in a different way. It's See pretty, the gap. It's just an extension in some ways of what they've already been doing. Michael from Summary. Good morning, you, Michael. Good morning, lads. How are you? Thank you. Um, just this post season the day, I think um, Kruger from Collingwood's got a massive opportunity uh, with a few injuries in the forward line at Collingwood. Yeah, 100%. He's going to get a look. Although they've gone with, uh, I think they've gone with Reef McInnes and Ash Johnson tonight. So they're the two that might, I don't know, maybe they've got their nose in front. But um, 100% there's opportunities. And Billy Frampton showed you just got to make sure you're there and you keep fronting up. And yeah. who knows, you're Johnny on the spot. Well, they, we, we spoke to somebody like that before, Liam Stock. Uh, he went to yep. St Kilda um, yep. during the prison, played in the game, and ended up playing 22 games for them last year. I mean, you can once you get in there, as my old coach used to say, once you're in, somebody's got to get you out. Now, you can get yourself out or somebody can force you out. But if you're playing that well, that they're putting your name down, then... Let me write that down. <laughs> what did he say? He said... Well, I can't remember. What he said. said, once you're in... Somebody's got to get you out. Someone's got to get you out. Well, uh, can I West, use that? The West Australian newspaper has done it again. Harley Reid on the back page alongside the heading... This can't be true. Surely this can't be true, Marshall. We'll check this out. The Princess of Perth. Not princess. Well, that's what that says. The Princess of Perth. Surely they haven't gone with the Princess of Perth. No, the Prince of Perth. I think he wouldn't be. Well, he's written princess. Okay. Well, I don't know what, if you're saying that the coverage is a joke or the, the fact that he was called a princess, can you just clarify that for us, Marshall? Sausage Gossage birthday today as well. Sausage, good. Happy birthday to you. He'll let us know. I watched a bit of that game and, oh, he was running around Harley. He started in the middle. He was running from one end of the ground to the other and just couldn't quite get there in the end. And he was, you know, he was blowing a few candles out. Yeah, it's the prince. That's yeah. Sorry, that uh, is incorrect, the way that that's been printed on there. Right Text up. message. Let's take uh, our final break. Jared Waitley's going to want – there it is. There's the headline, the Prince of Perth. It doesn't uh, say princess. It no. says the Prince of Perth. <laughs> Hopefully one day he becomes the Prince of Perth, but give him time.